Essay Shark owns a podcast that specializes in reviews of famous books. Today, we decided to present you with a world-known Frankenstein book written by Mary Shelley. Is it a book of suffering? This book is about the collapse of human hopes, playing God, and human vanity. All heroes suffered, everyone wanted the best for the world, and everyone wanted to be loved and recognized. But the world, God, or the universe punished them for their ambitious threats. In the novel, we see three main characters, the captain, who dreams of conquering the North Pole, Victor Frankenstein, who longs to leave his mark on the world to make a precious discovery to all mankind, and the nameless creation of Frankenstein himself. Victor Frankenstein is an ordinary ambitious young man who wanted and aspired to do something great. When creating the monster, he even forgot about his family and best friend. This is an ordinary image of that scientist for whom the main thing is to make a discovery to find the truth. He does not even consider the consequences of applying such a truth. The hero repents this too late. The captain is very similar to Victor. He also has pride and ambition. He leaves his sister and risks the team's lives for discovery. No wonder he liked Victor. Interestingly, at the novel's beginning, Victor warns him about what his plan will lead to. And at the end of the book, he delivers a motivating speech for the team to persuade them not to give up and continue on their way. This shows that Victor never understood the lesson that life had taught him. The nameless creation of Frankenstein craves love and the recognition of people. He is somewhat similar to his creator. After all, he became embittered not having found love but having met only cruelty. Grief did not subdue his pride but strengthened it. Now let's see how playing God is shown in the novel and what went wrong. Here is Victor Frankenstein, an enthusiastic naturalist. He is so carried away that he decides to accomplish the unthinkable to create life from dead matter. How exactly he does this is beyond the scope of the story. The most important thing is that he succeeds. But as soon as his unusual experiment is successful and a giant appears in his laboratory, he finds nothing better than to run away. Yes, this is precisely what you need to do when you create a monster and don't want to be responsible for it anymore. And from that moment on, a lot of questions arise for Victor. After all, the process of creating a monster was lengthy. Did it go all in a daze for him? Did he never once wonder what would happen next? Why did he run away and pretend that he had nothing to do with it when he realized that he had created not a new breed of lap dogs but a strong monster? Nevertheless, the monster disappears after some time, and Victor falls seriously ill from the shock. This happens to him more than once throughout the novel, but this is romanticism, so it's par for the course. In general, initially, we see Victor through another person's eyes. The novel begins with the captain's letters to his sister, describing how he found him on the ice. Victor makes an excellent impression on him and seems to be a decent and, in all respects, wonderful person. Which, in general, hardly fits in with his fantastic irresponsibility. The story is told in the first person. In the letters to Captain's sister, Victor's own story is enclosed, and inside Victor's story there is a monster story. Moreover, he does not talk like a creature who has recently been born and has little contact with anyone but like a well-educated person. But for romanticism, this is normal. This is not sarcasm, and romanticism is not bad, but it has some cliches. Victor doesn't cause positive emotions, but the monster even causes pity. Initially, he tends to cling to people, goodness, and beauty, but he is hated for his terrible appearance. Of course, this is not his fault, but it is clear whose. Naturally, he gets angry against people in general, and Victor in particular. And he starts to take revenge. 
At some point, the conflict can be settled peacefully. The unfortunate Adam wants to have a friend, and he asks Victor to create an Eve for him, to which he agrees. But then he refuses, which causes even more tremendous anger in the monster. And he pays dearly for it. Yes, it is difficult to justify killing innocents who did not know anything about Victor's deeds. However, an absolute monster, a real killer, is not a creature but a creator who played God and was afraid to take responsibility for his creation. He does not evoke pity when, for the umpteenth time, he talks about how unhappy he is and that no other person suffered more than he did. Let's consider why Frankenstein is the story of the new Prometheus. Who has not heard about a scientist who created a living monster from pieces of dead matter, his nightmare? It may seem that the plot of this book is so well known that it makes no sense to read it, but it is not. It's more of a prose poem about the suffering of a monster and its vile creator, a bit about a cruel society, the Bible, and science and alchemy. This is a book standing somewhere above reality. We see enthusiastic descriptions of the Alps and the Jura mountain range, beautiful and subtly feeling heroes, except perhaps for Victor Frankenstein himself. This book is about endless authorial discussions about the greatness and cruelty of people. This is a book about the new Prometheus, whom their society forced to suffer because of prejudices that moral ugliness follows from external ugliness. You involuntarily draw a parallel from the unfortunate Frankenstein monster to Dorian Gray from the picture of Dorian Gray. These two opposites are, to some extent, indicators of the same problem. Now let's find out who is the real monster in the book. Frankenstein is a small book that gives us an idea of events from the point of view of three narrators. A captain who is eager to discover something new at the North Pole and accidentally meets two strange travelers on his way, Victor Frankenstein, who tells his insane story. Nameless creation of Frankenstein. The story of the last narrator is the most exciting and heartfelt. Creation, with its short story, allows readers to feel the depth of emotions, development and decline, spiritual impulses, and sincere desires. Through the text, readers feel and live with the suffocating loneliness of an ugly creature. Despite the terrible things that the creation has done, the main unpleasant character is Victor Frankenstein. This hero in Mary Shelley's book is still the main character. And what do we know about him? He is a scientist and a cowardly madman. But in fact, Frankenstein is a scientist blinded by the passion for knowledge and the search for new achievements, who is consumed by the goal. And when the ultimate goal was achieved, the revival of dead matter, the sense of responsibility left him with lightning speed. He rushed off from what he had done, falling into various illnesses and unconsciousness along the way. Victor, like a small child, simply ran away, expecting that everything he had done would somehow resolve itself while he shuddered and indulged in illness. Frankenstein led a new creature into life, which he immediately rejected and thereby doomed to all-consuming loneliness. The creature was like a child open to the whole world, but his turbul appearance only frightened him. He was driven from everywhere, ran away, and shot. With each chapter, the story grew darker. Hatred veiled the eyes and grew into a wild, vengeful, and insane confrontation. Victor Frankenstein wanted to become a creator to serve as an impetus for the development of science, but he could not survive what he had done and fall in love with his creation. He was nervously exhausted but did not make any attempts to correct the situation until it was pretty late. Also, if you look with a modern eye, you can see the very actual problem of cruelty towards those who are not like us. 
External differences veiled the eyes, forcing us to inflict pain on inherently good creatures, thereby only increasing evil and cruelty. We have collected many interesting posts on our social media accounts and podcasts about other books. Check them out right now.